Hello, people, people. So, before we get into this episode, I'm just going to let you know, we're going to church this week as I talk about faith and the post-grad experience and just those things that kind of encompass that. So, I hope you're ready. You know, we're going to get into, we're going to get real Jesus-y. <laughs> That's probably not even a term, but we're going to get into it in a little bit. I look forward to seeing you on the podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Awkward Adventures of a College Graduate. Please excuse the background because I have my air conditioner running. So if you hear any background noise, that's generally what it is. It's too hot to be trying to record in here without any air. And I finally got my ear. So I'm going to enjoy it. (laughs) But, um, you know, welcome back to another episode. Last week, we, you know, we kind of went into the JJO episodes. But this week, I wanted to kind of shift gears back to something a little bit more serious. And, um talk about faith in this episode but before i do that and i really jump into the topic first what i want to say is you know thank you for everybody who supported me so far last week we had 10 episodes not 10 episodes <laughs> we had 10 views on the episode you know please keep sharing liking subscribing um please if you listen to me on apple Podcasts, rate me five stars and leave a review so that i can you know reach a broader audience with the podcast and help other people um also Follow my page on the underscore black underscore ambivert on Instagram and also follow the AAGC podcast on Instagram as well. That's my podcast page. Um, as I said, and I've been saying for the last couple of weeks, I'm going to keep working on the social media piece, you know, and give me a little bit more content. So please check it out. Check it out. And of course, um, the podcast we are sponsored by one of our sponsors is Hezcore Gaming on Twitch. He's a Twitch affiliated gamer. And you should really check out his content. He streams Apex. He streams other games. You know, it's funny, good content, you know, good for the family. <laughs> and you really will enjoy it. So if you're into, you know, gaming and watching other people game, you know, you're into that community, definitely, definitely check him out. But without further ado, we finna jump into this, uh, you know, into this episode. So first, here's what I want to talk about. So... I'm not exactly sure what we're going to talk, what I'm, what we're, when I always say we, um, I guess I must be talking about y'all because there ain't nobody else here. I don't have a co-host. <laughs> I don't have a, a team. Uh, I don't know why I do we, I guess because so many other podcasts I listen to, there's, there's multiple people or whatever working on it. So maybe that's why I do it, but neither here nor there. All it is right here, unless I have a guest and I appreciate all the guests I have here, um, is my microphone and me just talking. But yeah, basically, what I'm about to say is, uh, yeah, what I was going to say is, this podcast is, um, this episode, I'm not sure what I'm going to title it. I'm thinking it's going to be My Faith, My Rock, or, you know, Kicking It With Jesus, <laughs> but probably the first one. And if you have not gotten by now, and I've, I've talked about it in multiple episodes, I do subscribe to, you know, uh, a Baptist Christian, and I say Baptist because that's very important, 
um, and understanding my views and stuff like that. I do subscribe to a Baptist Christian uh, doctrine. So I am, you know, I am Christian and I do believe in that. I believe God um, sent down his son, died for our sins, and through baptism, um, water submerged in baptism, because I know sometimes that's the what makes the difference in different sects of um, Christianity. In my sect of baptism, we do believe in full immersion um, baptism to basically, you know, symbolize, you know, being washed of your sins and, you know, in a public format of asking for God's forgiveness, for forgiveness. In doing that, it show not only, you know, to God, doing it in front of God, but also doing it in front of people to profess that, that public, I guess you could say that public, um, I, I guess, and you know, acknowledge God and what you've done publicly. Uh, that's just to give you a background, but yeah, since I've been a baby, you know, I've been in church. My mom took us to church and things of that sort. So um, I've been at my current church uh, since I've been a child. Like, as long as I can remember, you know, going to to Sunday school, sometimes we miss it. Going to church, you know, my previous pastor, Pastor Nichols, preaching, you know, the word, and now our newest pastor um, preaching the word. And, you know, it's been, a, it's been a good time. And I really, now as I'm getting older, and this is to give you background, guys. So now as I'm getting older, I, I'm fully seeing and understanding what it is to have a, a relationship and to understand, you know, having God in your life and, like, truly having that relationship. Because when I was younger, I, I, I can tell you, I probably didn't, you know, I didn't fully get it. I didn't understand it. Like, I got it because I understood, like, you know, God loves us, you know, and Jesus loves us, and... You know, we tell him that and we profess our sins and things like that. I kind of understood that, but I understand what it meant to live that until I got older. And really, when I started, until I started probably getting into my teens, I would say, is when it really started hitting differently. So, um, I'm trying to think. Probably one of the first um, times, and I don't want to call it really a struggle, but I mean, it, no, it was a struggle at the time. Um, is when I did lose my grandfather, that was probably one of the hardest things I've dealt with up to date to that point. So I was 15 years old, about to turn 16, probably in like, yeah, literally like maybe four weeks or so. And my grandfather was sick in a hospital. And like, we knew he, he didn't have long um, to go um, because, you know, he was on hospice and everything. And during that time period, um, still kind of young and not understanding. At that point in time, I had been baptized, and, you know, and I got baptized at a very young age, you know, and sometimes I, I think about that, like, you know, I probably didn't fully understand that, but I feel like now that I understand, I fully understand fully that commitment I made at a young age, and I'm, I'm living in it. I feel better about it. And I'm like, as a younger child, having done that, I think about that. And I'm like, How should I have waited? But that's another interview. But like losing, yeah, losing my grandfather. Then it was around Christmas time in like 2012. That's probably one of the first times that I'll I'll say, you know, really having God and using faith or not using faith, but 
understanding my faith and what that looks like because that was a difficult time. That was that was a that was a difficult year, honestly. The year before, um, you know, that wasn't the first of my family members passed. Like the year before, we had lost some family members in my family, family friends, and then the next year we had the hurricane, and then you know that hurricane just kind of threw things off, and then going from the hurricane to into December, and then my grandfather was sick and everything like that. It was a lot. And so, <clears throat> I'm trying to think things. I'm trying to think that I use faith in. But I, I feel like that was an introduction. That was like a, like a, a small piece to that. Because, I mean, I wasn't praying like that then and stuff like that. But I think that I definitely, that's probably one of the first times I really leaned on God. Or like, I kind of looked through him for some of that understanding during that time because that that hurt me so much that really hurt me so much or that's still something to this day that hurts and i mean i don't talk about it too much um maybe one day i'll do a episode about elders and appreciating why you have them here but that's something that really hurt me and i think that was kind of like an introduction there fully as a you know young adult understanding that and using you know my faith to kind of get me through that because it was an easy time um i remember the night that he passed just going into my room and just like saying, "Help me, God! Help me! 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 Help me!" And saying that and repeating that over and over again. That's just how broken I was at that time. And um, and I'll say this to people who like you know who lost somebody. The pain doesn't. I don't want to say the pain goes away because that's a pain that you feel. There's a void that that person they leave in your life when they're no longer in the physical realm it's it's different than you know if you move away from somebody because you can still visit them it's different than a breakup with somebody that's a whole different pain but at the very least it's like it's an understanding that maybe there's some type of mutuality that's causing you to not be able to do or things out of their control like but even with a breakup it's like all right there's an understanding that this is over with a move or something like that there's an understanding that you can visit this person but when it comes to losing a person and they're in a physical sense and you can't get them back, that's a different pain that, that hits different. And I say, the pain doesn't necessarily go away. You just learn to deal with it a little bit better. And it kind of eases to the point where one day you don't wake up and you don't think about it necessarily. You don't think about why you're sad or you don't think about like, you know, dang, like my grandfather really not here. And it hits in waves, you know. Um, it really does hit in waves, um, like Father's Day, it hits, and like birthdays and stuff like that. It'll hit, but, you know, God does give you the strength to kind of get through that. And I think that was one of the first times that, um, he really got me through that. And he, that's, that was a faith component and stuff like that. And, um, honestly, funny enough, growing up, um, that's another thing. I'm trying to just give you a background of it is that my grandparents so the grandparents i'm talking about are like really like my adoptive grandparents so when i was younger and my um growing up my mom um of course had to go back to work when she had me and she didn't have a babysitter like we didn't have a lot of family up here and there wasn't too many people who were able to or or really wanted to kind of babysit um more so on the side of like ability so growing up um i forgot who it was 
there was somebody that my mom knew that babysat before and she was like you know that person was like you know i can't do it right now but i know uh you know a person who's getting into it you know who's who'd be really good i know her and i can recommend her and so my mom went there and my mom like checked her out you know checked out my grandparents i now call my grandparents at the point in time it was mr and mrs harris and like you know before I knew it, like, I was there, and, like, it, they just really put, made me, like, part of their family. Like, she had a whole bunch of different kids there, like, they did together, and they just babysat their retired couple, and, you know, that's where I say, you know, sometimes in life you can pick your family. I do believe that, just, like, when people are adopted, you know, in a sense, I feel like that, in a sense, like, I was, that's family that I picked, and they picked me, and, you know, Growing up, being there, especially being one of the only few that they babysat for a while, because, you know, it's common on people went to school and stuff like that, and people moved away. So I was, like, probably the last person they babysat. They became family to me. Like, it was, it went from not calling them Mr. and Mr. Harris to, I remember my mom told me one day, I came home, and my mom was like, how's Mr. and Mr. Harris? And I was like, I was probably two or three, or maybe four or four or something like that. And mom was like, how are they doing? And I was like, don't call her, don't call her Miss Harris, that grandmother. And my mom, and when it came to granddad, it was like, don't call him Mr. Harris. That's grand, that granddad, <laughs> like that, <laughs> you know. But um, talking about him and them, um, they were a big part of my, you know, the faith that I had growing up. You know, they, you know, a lot of times, you know, they were in the choir together in Deacon and Deaconess. So they instilled that in me, you know that that love for god you know we'd be going to church like there'd be a funeral at the church and guess where i'd be i'd be right with them in the choir pew and all i knew is that i didn't even realize it was a funeral or whatever i would just be there and like <laughs> I, would, I would get a piece of cake or something like that i'd just be at a repast or whatever like i would just stay there because that's what that was their commitment and stuff they had to do with the church and like you know outside of that you know just raising me when my mom wasn't able to, like, but because of work, because, of course, she had me after, you know, a certain point, um, after work and after school, but, like, you know, instilling that relationship with God to me, and, like, my grandfather showing me, like, what it is to, like, you know, how to treat a woman, and, you know, instilling his values as a Christian man into me, and, you know, her doing the same. I owe that to them for being the God-fearing young man I am now. And, you know, that's a thank thankful thing to them. But, like, you know, still, even with that, as I got older, I felt like I understood more so my relationship with God. And, um, I, you know, I became more active in my church. Um, after his passing, I was already active, but I, I became more active in my church after his passing and took on more leadership roles and things of that sort. So, was I already, I'm not sure if I was already doing one of the things I'm thinking about, like, um, I did what I had to do, and I, you know, I, I keep doing that, but I still didn't, I feel like, to a basis, you know, being young, and I, I understand why people say that, you know, I'll say that my faith is, like, in its infancy stage, like, I'm still very much a baby in Christ, I might be 23, but where I can be at, you know, I don't read the Bible every single day and things like that, but I'm gonna get into that, I'm, I can still do more, you know, ultimately, but moving on, that's kind of like my background as far as like religion and stuff like that and you know um i just want to kind of talk about getting into adulthood so um as i went to college i'll say for myself um 
probably to a certain degree i will say my relationship with god wasn't where i wanted to be or it wasn't as you know i don't want to say as strong but i feel like it kind of wavered i can i can admit that now um i source i still said god i still knew god i still mentioned god i still prayed you know and stuff like that but i just wasn't doing as much on my campus so you know we we have a chapel we have that but i just feel like you know that's why i'm where i could be fed spiritually there's nothing wrong with it you know different strokes for different folks i just feel like for myself that's not where i could go um you know to kind of get some of those questions and then also you know it's not like the same setup as your home church either and i think i kind of got caught up in that and that's one of the biggest mistakes um just a side note for y'all is that god can be anywhere and that you know when you move and you do different things and stuff like that don't shut yourself up from shut yourself self out from god um just because it doesn't look the same or it doesn't operate the same because you know everybody does things differently but as long as you feel like and you you feel like and you understand and really more so feel this physically feel the spirit of god being there it's cool it's cool to do something different it's cool to be in a different place you know it's not a bad thing so just keep that in mind y'all I think that was kind of one of my problems, and so during my time in college, um, I do feel like my relationship kind of wavered because it wasn't that constant every single Sunday, getting up and going to church type of thing. And then you know, I never, I wasn't so much into the Bible back then, not in the sense of like anything bad, but I wasn't reading it as much, and I didn't have like that kind of that guidance spiritually. Like there were Bible studies on campus, but I just didn't really go to them. I was invited to a couple. And, you know, I just never really stuck with any. Um, and that was me for not probably put myself out there more and, you know, really finding one that matched with me. But things like that. And so I feel like, you know, as time in my, during my time in college, not that I was wilding or doing anything crazy. I just feel like, you know, there was kind of a disconnect between me and God. In a sense, like a blockage almost. And um, as I'm moving along, you know, I still thank God for different things. But it's like now I recognize there's so many different paths and so many different issues that I went through and stupid things that I went through that if I had like even a tenth of where I'm at now with God or a relationship or if I had been like, you know, asking him for more discernment and stuff like that, I probably would not have went through like um, problems with my major and like sticking in a major that wasn't for me, you know, had I prayed and asked for discernment about that and understanding understanding or asking him for him to give me you know understanding who i am and you know what person i need to be for him in living my purpose probably wouldn't have had those questions necessarily i would have been able to you know to really understand and move in a direction that fit me more so you know had i talked to him more you know and you know prayed about certain things maybe i would not have had you know issues with people i had issues with because i would have learned to let things go or I would have learned to, you know, you know, kind of turn other cheek in different respects. Or, you know, even look at myself. Because God will reveal some things about yourself. And, you know, had I talked to him, you know, really been, you had that relationship with him. Maybe you would have been like, hey, you know, you're kind of tripping over here. Need to work on this. But, you know, you get young and dumb. But I will say that um, our timing isn't always... You know, God's timing isn't always our timing, and that kind of goes vice versa. Like, I might have a timing for a thing, and God's like, that's not the time. 
but God also may have a timing for a thing, and he's like, this is gold time. So, and I tell this story probably like two or three times on this podcast, but I probably never told it from the spiritual component of things. So, I will say, and I'm going to give a full story of my dream here one day. I will say probably, um, oh, but there is one thing I do want to talk about. But I, before I get there, like, you know, even though, like, I feel like spiritually there was kind of a disconnect. I feel like I still knew God and I still had a relationship with him. But it wasn't where I knew I could have been with him. I will say that um, in 2016, um, there was some, you know, stuff that was going on at home, you know. And God definitely got me through that. Nothing bad in that sense, but, like, you know, illness or whatever, I'll just leave it there. And I know, like, that was, that was God. That was God, like, God, like, it was scary. And that's just why, like, I feel like that's why I can't, I feel like every, anytime I have any doubt of, like, faith or doubt that he exists, that's how I know God exists and God is real. Because, like, when he touches you and he moves in your life, it's a completely different movement. Like, during that time period with that illness or whatever, like he touched me and like he just gave me a sense of calm over my soul and my heart that I don't think I could have got otherwise like I really could have been broken by that situation like I really really could have lost my mind and really could have been like freaking out but God just gave me like a crazy calmness like it's gonna be okay it's gonna be fine and like after that it was like it's gonna be fine I didn't I wasn't stressed over anymore I knew it was still gonna be hard and it wasn't going to be a, an easy road, but I knew at the same time it was going to be like, God was like, nah, this is okay. Things are okay. These things are fine. And they were. They were. And that was one instance of like, you know, and that should have been like a kind of a sign to me. That was my, that was like the end of my freshman year. That should have been a sign to me that like God moves and how he moves and you need to be mindful of that. But um like one thing i always i'm able to admit to myself now as i get older and my relationship with god is that i can be very stubborn and god will speak things into me or will speak to me or try to speak to me and i can i might have a way of thing doing things or like a way how i see things and of course there's no fighting with god like dude if you ever try to fight with god you just know there's no winning it you can try to put up a good fight you might win for a little bit or you think you're winning you might have the upper hand or you think you have the upper hand for a little bit he might listen he might let you rock but ultimately if it's something that he wants for you and he has for you it's not gonna happen that way Mm-mm. he gonna move it how he wants to move it anyway and i feel like that's been some of my um one of my some of my issues with that is that not understanding that and not having that space for him to do so. And so, like I said, when he's ready to move in your life, and he moves, he moves. So, um, after that situation, 2016, that should have been a sign. But I, you know, I, I, I saw it and I ignored it, you know. I saw it and I, I don't want to say I ignored it, but I didn't, I didn't use that momentum to, like, you know, become closer with him and, like, use my discernment with him in everything, like, God, is this really what you have for me here and here and stuff like that? And then, you know, at the same time, I was 19 years old, um, younger, younger and dumber, you know, in a sense. Um, not even probably in a, 
the mental place I'm in now, which is better. Um, but like, yeah, I'll say that. Like, and it was like, you know, it was a different place that I was at. So, you know, I can't fault myself for that. But he definitely moves like okay. So, I'm not keep talking. So jumping back, and this is just talking about religion. You know, religiously, like my, you know, some of the struggles I've had and how he's moved in my adult life. In 2018, so 2018, and I say this all the time, and I have no problem saying this, 2018 to probably, um, maybe the middle, or even a little bit into 2019, I had some struggles. I, I don't want to use say the devil, I was under devil's attack, but there were some things I think there was definitely some trials and some tribulations that occurred that um, tested me religiously. So, you know, during that time period, went through, um, you know, some issues with some friendships that was kind of hard, you know. I was doing a new job and I was like, not sure how I was doing in that like understanding my piece of where God needed me to be at with that and feeling kind of lonely there was some loneliness there um felt like I was understood there was a little bit of um you know relationship issues breaking up and stuff like that things like that that was going on and then it was just it just kept piling on top like it was during that like that 20 like that like that school semester you know that was going on then it becomes you know the relationship is declining and this is going on then it becomes i lost my lost my scholarship to be in school my full ride and then it's like how am i gonna go back to school and then it's like you know during that time period the relationship's ending and then it's like okay um maybe there's some there's some light here at the end of the tunnel it's like no that actually didn't work out in my favor so now i need to really figure out how i'm gonna get back to school so you know god provided a way there and stuff like that but then it's like okay i'm back in school now and there's this these things that still need to be taken care of and these pieces here that need to be worked on um that haven't been worked on and it's like it got to a point where um you know what else? I, I felt numb, you know. I was, like, feeling numb. And maybe now um, that I can say it, I don't like categorizing things. And maybe that's sometimes an issue, too. But maybe now that I can say it, maybe I can say, hey, I went through a mild depression. I went, I went through, like, a, a depressive period. Not major depression of course but like a depressive period of like just kind of feeling down and like just feeling like you know things weren't going my way and that this wasn't going and nothing was working out and just kind of being in this point where it's like nothing felt like it was working like I felt like I was numb and I, I couldn't do anything about it and it was just like a, uh, I don't I don't know which you know thank God for God providing like you know the intervention and in the form of therapy that probably really you know that really helped save me and you know it really did its job my my senior year of college i wish i would have been earlier 
um, to unpack some other things, but like, you know, I was a part of it and that was a point and that was like, it got to that point, but it was still more things piling on top, like, you know, not passing this class and even being at the point where I didn't know if I was going to graduate or not. And like, when I tell you that God intervened with me, like, God intervened, like, I tell this story all the time to my friends and I always recanted. I'm not sure if I told it on the podcast. If I did, I, I told it. You, you'd get to hear it again. Um, it was a point. It was probably about January, February of my senior year of 2019. And, like, with everything going on, it was a lot. And I was in a better period, you know, place probably with using therapy and stuff like that. But it was just still, like, academically just things weren't going well. Like, things were starting to turn around. But it was just like, dang, this is a lot. And it was still just a lot going on. Until it's just like, God, what do you want from me? I need to graduate. I need to get out of here. I need to do this. Like, I need you to speak to me. I need you to, to show me that you're here. I need you to, to work this for me. I need you to help. I need you, God. I wonder what God did. I was in my room. I got on my knees. And I just started praying. And I was just like, please, God, please, God, please, God, just thank you. Thank you. And I just started, I started thanking him. I said, thank you, God. 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 And it got to a point where I was thanking him and I couldn't, I couldn't speak. I couldn't speak a language that I could identify. I said, I don't even remember what I said. I said some unidentifiable word. It was like something, something. I started chanting over. Every time I would try to change my, fix my mouth to say something else, he wouldn't allow me to. He would not allow me to. It's like I, I just kept chanting that over and over and over and over again, 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 over again pray, praying that prayer. Like God took hold of my tongue, my mouth, and I'm getting chills talking about it. Like, and at that point in time, I don't tell you that God turned things around. Like all those concerns of me not graduating. Let me tell you, I need it take some online classes. I went to ask for the online classes, boom, approved. I needed to do this class or move into this class, boom, approved. I needed this, boom, approved. I need that, boom, approved, 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 approved. And like, it was just like this perfect storm of like, God was just working for me and looking out for me. And that's just like why I talk about God so much and that's why I thank him so much and I appreciate him because, you know, from that time period, even to now, you know, I'm relying on him through the post-grad period, especially first getting out, like, it was rough. And knowing he did that and he was capable of that, I couldn't be mad, I couldn't be sad, I could. I just knew everything was on his time period. And that, you know, when he spoke to you and he provided discernment to you, that you better move and you better do it. You know, and that's what I did, you know, and I took that with me, and that was just an amazing experience. I'll never forget that God got me through that last semester. That last semester, this degree is not my degree. It is the accomplishment that God has given to me to allow me to move on and do more things in my life, to move forward and help people. 
because he could have easily said, no, you need to stay another year. He could have easily said, no, you're not going back to school. He could have easily did any of those things and said that this is not for you. But he allowed me to go back. He allowed me to pass through this. He allowed me to make it through those trials and tribulations because he had already, it was already claimed and it was already done in his work. Whew. Sorry. <laughs> um, but you don't understand the goodness, just the goodness of him. And, yeah, God, 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 <laughs> but just moving forward and still talking about it, like, um, let me just talk to tell you, is that throughout this trial and, you know, this tribulation, and I'm, I probably, I had a script here, and I'm, you know, I do a little bit of that towards the end. But I ain't got to talk about my trials and tri tribulations. Um, I didn't talk about what is God to me. Just this is the perfect segue to this. God to me is just something bigger than me. God is something that I necessarily cannot see, but I can feel around me. There's God in everything, and there's God in everybody or everything around me. Maybe not everybody. I don't know. Capability for God in everybody. Um, and it's just, he's so much bigger than me, and it's just like, he, he provides the, the destiny and the purpose that you have for your life, and he is a way maker, he is everything. God is the why. God is the why. I'll say it that way. Maybe that's too simplistic, or that's not, you know, that's not specific enough, but I think that's the only way I can put it. God is the why for everything. Um, I talked about my struggles and stuff like that, and, you know, I talked on the podcast about my, you know, my post-grad experiences and stuff like that. I don't have to really recant them completely, but, like, during that time period of being unemployed and even, you know, leaving that former job and all that stuff and, you know, not being there, I'll say it was probably faith that brought me through and faith that allowed me to keep getting up. After going to those job interviews and not getting a job, it was faith that kept me moving. After getting a job so close that I could taste it and, you know, be done working and picking up trash in the park and then getting it, you know, rescinded, that was God. After God provided me with a position um, and what I thought was my destiny, keyword thought was my destiny, because that's what I've been asking him for and I've been praying for, knowing daggone well that wasn't what he needed for me to be and what I wanted for myself. Um, he gave it to me, and I thanked him for that. And when it was time for me to leave and for him, me to let him work again and for him to be like, all right, I gave you what you wanted. Now I'm going to give you what I need, give you what you need, where you need to be at. I can't say I thanked him then, but I understood and I listened to him. Even to the point now of being in this new position and being in this better point in place in my life, I thank them for that. You know, and even a couple months ago, you know, um, I feel like I was at a point in my faith in my relationship with God. It was just, I wasn't in a good place, you know. Maybe it was between not being in a job that I felt like I needed and dealing with that and money issues. Um, and that's one thing, y'all, you know. <clears throat> is that people don't account for, you know, 
I don't think they understand those money issues and those things that you have to deal with when you, you you're out of college and stuff like that they can put so much stress on you and they can weigh on your heart so much that it 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 gets to you it do it, it really messes with you you know like it puts you in a different place it really does you know put you in a completely different place a place that you're just like man I didn't even whew, I ain't even not gonna be here but like you know and I was in a I was in one of those places you know like with my faith and stuff like that but it was God that brought me out and it was through um this Bible study that I started doing with a friend that I was able to um get back to it but I want to take a little break from that you know and switch gears because I'm going to talk about that later. I'm going to get back into the, you know, my post-grad journey and favorite experience. But I want to talk about, you know, just some of the, the joys of, you know, your God and, you know, religion and stuff like that. And as I've gotten older, there are certain gospel songs that just mean different things to me now. And I'm blessed and happy to have them in my life. And one of those songs is, um, The Blood Still Works. It's just something about hearing that song. And I'm not going to sing because I'm not a singer. If I, I might, I don't, I'm not going to hum a little bit. Um, but it's just the blood still works. Just hearing that. And then that never, ever, ever loses its power. That just, that lifts the soul up. That just sets the soul on fire, you know. That lifts me up. That's one of my favorites. Um, I love that. I love that gospel song. I love that song, honestly. Um, I have a couple more I'm going to share with y'all. And I'm sure, and if y'all, you know, that that might be the question. What are some praise songs that put you in the mood if you are religious or things that you do that, you know, get you right spiritually, um, in a sense. Um, another song that I love is Fly Like a Bird by Mariah Carey. I count that as a religious song. I love it. Because I don't, I don't feel like I could ever, I could, I've just started recently be able to get through that song without crying. Like, that song just takes you to another place. Because it's just like, it, it takes you through just, doom, 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 doom. And that song gets you through some rough times. Just uh, fly like a bird, take to the sky. It just lets you know that God has your back and God will bring you through at the end of the day. You know? I appreciate it so much. Praise is what I do is another good one. That one gets me crying and stuff like that and just brings me through. Um, definitely just brings me through. Uh, hold on one second now. Um, those are the ones I have up there. Oh, oh order my steps. Order my steps in your word. That's another favorite of mine. Like, I like a lot of the older, nothing, there's nothing against, like, the newer school gospel and, you know, stuff like that. But I love a lot of those older songs. So those are the songs I'm used to. And I just remember hearing them in church and hearing just different people sing them and feeling the spirit behind them and just order my steps in your word. Order my steps in your word. Do, 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 just that. That's honestly what it's about. God orders your steps in your word. Orders your steps in your word. Oh, another one that I like. I'm sorry. I keep thinking of more gospel songs, y'all, that I want to add on. Is um, Hold to God's Unchanging Hand. That's probably one of my favorites. And that's because of my grandfather. 
um, that was a service. That was a song that we sung. That that was sung at his funeral, and that just stuck with me. And it was one of his favorites. I never knew that. I never knew that was his favorite song until he passed. Cause like when I'm fi I'm 15, like I didn't really get a chance to. There's so many conversations I wish I would have had with him, but you know I wasn't able to. But like that wasn't one of the things. So when I learned that and I started singing it, um, I used to like to sing a little bit back in the day. I don't know if y'all ever hear me sing. Um, <laughs> God, I have to work on this voice and stuff like that. I like to sing you know, in my spare time, just you know for fun. But I don't quite get the voice. So. God didn't give me that talent, as far as I know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's one of my favorite ones. It's, it's the song. Like, it's another song that brings you through, and it just tells you to keep moving forward, hold the gods and change, change again. And just worry about things that are eternal. Hold to gods and change again. And the first one, the first lines, time is filled with swift transition. If that is not a word, time is filled with swift transition. Things can move and change like this in an instance of life. You have to be mindful of things like that. But uh, <laughs> moving past that, um, my favorite Bible verse. I want to talk about that next. I want to take a little break from it. Um, kind of give a little, you know, a little intercession. Not an intercession. <laughs> like a little... Um, little interlude in the middle of things before I got into that next part of it and kind of closed out today with the podcast I'm gonna give you on the next I just want to tell you my favorite Bible verse Isaiah 40, 31. That has a special place in my heart because I'm an Eagle Scout, um, my organization um, that I'm affiliated with and um, a part of um, nationally. Eagles are <laughs> a big part of the organization. You know, sometimes you recall that being a member. But Isaiah 40, 31. But they shall wait upon the Lord. The Lord wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings as eagles they shall run and not be weary and they shall walk and not faint and that is i even had that like, <laughs> that's one of my that's probably my, that's my first tattoo actually that in part where shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings as eagles that's all my that's one of my first tattoos that's on my life just because i resonate with that bible verse so much um if you can't tell by now, I have a love for God. <laughs> I love him. Like, I really do. And sometimes me and him be fighting and arguing, but, like, I couldn't imagine life without having God in it. But <clears throat> after having that little kind of, like, that little interlude, that's the word I'm looking for, interlude. <laughs> um, I want to kind of go back and finish up today because I know this episode is probably running. Oh, it's actually pretty short. It's probably one of my shorter episodes. <laughs> um, so I had a little bit more time to talk.
as I was kind of saying before, is that um, I found as being outside of, you know, school and in this post-grad journey for myself, um, it's been important to keep faith. And, you know, I say this to everybody because I know everybody who listens to this podcast may not subscribe to the same um, religious doctrine that I, I subscribe to. And that's fine and that's okay. You know, whether you believe in, you know, Allah or you believe in Buddha or you believe in, you know, you, you take on more of some of a, um, the African traditional religions or you're just spiritual in nature or you, you meditate or you have different things or you, you have these different ways of using that. Um, I feel like it's important, you know, it's important to have that peace to kind of like, you know, help keep you balanced and stuff like that, you know, being in tune with some type of spirituality. If you're not, that's fine too, but I think you have to, you, of course, you have to at least be in tune with yourself and in tune with certain things. It just, to me, it feels like it makes a difference. Um, and I don't feel like, you know, had I not had my relationship with God, you know, praying and, you know, just trusting in him. I don't know how I've gotten through the year that I got through, you know. I don't want to super go into it, but, like, I mean, I've gone into my, my, my post-grad, like, um, this year. But, like, you know, like I said, you know, getting through, like, <clears throat> getting to a job interview and getting through all these different things and these parts of it, you know, not getting a job here, not getting this, having to move here and there. That was truly God and his, you know his mercy that brought me through that and faith and understanding faith um and allowing him to kind of use me and just you know being in tune with him is what got me through it but um with that said and this is a piece for you know you know everybody is that during this time of being in you know post-grad and stuff like that you have to realize that you have to grow and, you know, whether that's spiritually, whether that's mentally, whether whether that's physically, um, in the sense of, like, physical health, you know, getting better, you have to grow. And if you're staying in some of those same places, and it's a term that my friend, and I want to tell you about my friend um, soon, a term he's coined, those uncomfortable comfort zones, <laughs> if, you're, if you're okay with being stuck in those, you're not going to move forward, and it's not okay, so... Outside of those different things that have been going on, and God bringing me through those things, um, with faith and things like that, um, coming home from college and kind of being in a different place spiritually, I kind of felt weird, you know, and it's kind of been, I'll say like a little struggle with like, you know, faith and stuff like that and just understanding certain things. And like, you know, feeling like, am I truly living for God? And, you know, even, um, I'm, I'm transparent enough and I'm, you know, brave enough to say this, even having questioning of faith and even I should, I know I should have not questioned his faith after, you know, he brought me through those two periods or things about my adulthood before, but like questioning the, like, Excuse me, y'all. Yawn. Ooh. Like questioning, like what he does, like that. I don't want to say question his existence. It was a little bit of question his existence, like you know, and like asking, am I worthy for certain things? And that was a big piece of that. Am I worthy 
for God to, you know, use me for this? Is is this what I need to be doing and stuff like that? And kind of struggling with those different pieces. And like, to be quite frank, a couple months ago, like spiritually, I don't want to say like I feel like spiritually, like I was like not dead, but like spiritually, I was just like I was. I was at a low point, like, I was, I was sick, spiritually, like, I, I was questioning things, I felt like, you know, I had let outside things that weren't out of God get into my mindset and question, am I worthy to be doing this work, am I, is it, is it appropriate for me to be doing this work, does God want me here, what does God want to do with me, you know, why is God bringing me through this, why is this my trial and tribulation, you know, in the sense of, like, you know, is this God or is this me, you know, doing this, you know, and just these different pieces and parts of like questioning and not, you know, understanding my purpose and kind of understanding, you know, what God had for me in a sense. And like, I was just not in a, a, a super great place um, religiously. Wasn't really praying. I was just like, God, I just feel so off and like, it was manifesting into my mood and just how I was thinking about things and just where I was at. And I was just like, almost in this point of like, feeling like broken. I don't even know where it came. I know where it came from. I'm not gonna, you know, go into that. I just feel like, you know, me spiritually, I wasn't where I wanted to be and just doing things like that and other pieces. But like, I feel like I wasn't where I needed to be. And so like, you know, I was broken. I was definitely broken spiritually. And like, you know, as a result, mentally, that took its toll and stuff like that. I just wasn't in a, I wasn't in a good place. I was kind of in a dark place. Um, we keep, we quite honest, but like I said, God moves when he's supposed to, <laughs> not when you, want, when you want him to necessarily, or when he just feels it's necessary to push you forward. And it's up to you either, you know, accept and reject those things and so that's exactly what god did so in march um during the and I, that's why i will say like you know and this is not the come from a point of like you know and it does come from a point of privilege you know i i'm thankful for god and what he's done during this during this time um even of being at stay at home order and stuff like that and being in quarantine and you know blessing me and my family um, so much, um, and give me the opportunity to be able to work on myself during this time, because, you know, other people didn't have those opportunities, but I think I'm thankful for what he opened the door for, and that sense of things, because I just needed that, like, I was just, I was just, I don't, I don't even, like, I know why, and I don't know why, like, where I was at, like, with that, and just, like, that whole feeling of not being worthy, and it's like, we forget that if we're made in God's image or whatever, we're already worthy, you know, we just have to allow him to have that control, but I'm not going to talk about that so much. But I will say it was in about March or so when quarantine first started happening. I was talking to one of my friends. Um, by the way, he hasn't actually been on the podcast yet. My friend Wes, he'll probably hear this and he'll listen to this. Shout out to you, bro. Um... We were just talking about different things and all that stuff. And we came up with this idea. Um, well, I brought it to him. And I think we, we both executed together, praying once a day. 
over the phone. And we did that for a good amount of time, for at least a month or so. And it became, it started to become, you know, ritualistic in a sense of like, you know, we need to take time away from that. And so we weren't doing that as much and um, we kind of stepped away from that. But it felt good because it, it gave it gave some balance and I started feeling better. I started feeling like my strength in the Lord was increasing and I was getting healthier. Like if I had, say, I had a, you know, if I had a sickness, you know, before and I wasn't feeling where I need to be relig religiously, I feel like that prayer, starting a prayer with him and, you know, doing that was like the first part of like getting some type of treatment for it. I started feeling better from that. And, you know, him being a blessing, you know, and also I do look up to him, you know, as a spiritual mentor in some ways. Um, there's a lot of different things. And I've told him this. And yes, I'm saying this about you. Um, now being as some, you know, being as knowledgeable, you know, in the Bible as you and, you know, really looking into it, you know, and just how I pray, you know, I want to be more like him. Um, just give him that shout out. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you know, being able to do that and also, like, you know, I th I'm thankful to him because there's another piece to, like, you know, he was doing Bible study. He started Bible study with, you know, his group of friends that he worked with. And he invited me into it, and like that has just been a complete rest, uh, blessing. I cannot talk. Excuse me. That has been a complete blessing. You know, I was happy to be a part of that because I'm like, you know, I want to do a Bible study. I've been saying I was going to do a Bible study. I need to get more into the Bible, you know, for a while. And so, like, I would go to the Bible studies, and I would challenge, and I would push to you know get something out of it and to listen to different things like that and to bring something and so that's what i needed to be pushed and you know be further in the word of god and be surrounded with god's people especially people who are younger and like basically peers um and that's what i really needed i needed that like that push and understanding um that was definitely what was given to me in that respect and then recently, like, you know, moving from there and moving into, like, one thing that kept coming up was purpose and intentionality. And we decided to do uh, a purpose-driven life um, and read that book. And since we started that, I can honestly tell you, like, that... Sorry, um, it's going to be a little lapse in audio, but as I was saying, like, you know, we started reading the purpose-driven book because the purpose is one thing that had came up a lot. Um, and I'm not even sure what I said last. I'm probably repeating myself, but, like, we decided to read that book, and that has been, like, that's changed my life. That's what I was saying. It's really changed my life in a sense of, like, giving more of a centralized look because I feel like the one thing I've been struggling with um, since graduating has been finding my purpose, you know, and understanding what that looks like, you know, because there's so many things that I always call myself a jack of many trades, a master of none. And I might sound mean and stuff like that, and maybe I need to speak more life into myself, but I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but, you know, I feel, I've been feeling like that. And so, like, trying to figure that out and understand where I need to be at with that and, like, you know, trying to shift through that. There's been many a nights and days that I've been, you know, researching to the wee hours, and I'm just stressed out because I'm like, man, there's nothing that seems like it fits me or... I look at one thing and it's like, okay, this is going to work for me. And as soon as I look at it, no, it's not what God has for me. Or not even what that God has for me. It's, it's something that doesn't fit me or it's something that doesn't work, you know. And so starting that 
reading and using that for our Bible studies has been a blessing for me. And once again, I appreciate Wes for allowing me to be a part of that because, you know, we hold each other accountable. We help each other out. Like, you know, we we bring our we bring discussions to each other. You know, we read different chapters and we all get different things from that. And we answer the questions and we all are able to be so transparent and open in it. And I appreciate it so much, you know. There might be one thing that, you know, he brings to it or another person brings to it. It's about, it's, it's matter of fact, it's four of us um, in there. And, you know, and it's just so dynamic because when you leave, you feel so lifted up and you feel an energy within yourself. And you feel like a sense of, like, accountability, like, okay, this is what I learned this week. This is what I want to work on. This is what I need to work on. And you understand that kind of, like, moving forward, like, okay, this is what I need to work on. This is what I need to work on this week and really understand and so the book was really made to be read in 40 days. We were doing it 40 weeks. And I feel like that's a better way to do this book because there's so much content in it that, you know, over 40 days, are you really truly digesting it the way you need to be digesting it? I feel like doing a weekly thing and focusing on it topic by topic definitely, definitely helps and makes it better. And like, since I started this, when I tell you, like, I feel like I've come back, you know, I've come back alive religiously and like, I just feel so much better it just it's helped and um it's even helped me with like some things that i need to tap on because when you get into you know and that's why i talked about bettering yourself and this is my lesson for you guys today you know whether it's religiously spiritually um if you can if you if you have a spiritual background you have that i i i definitely recommend you have that because that'll help you you know get through stuff even if you do meditation and you aren't super religious you know having an understanding of self that's one important part I think you need during this post-grad. Um, definitely during this post-grad time is the understanding of self or understanding of God or however you look at it, you know, if you look at it in that sense. Um, and that's why I say self for people who don't necessarily have that. You need that because it puts you on more of a, a better track. Of, you get put on a better track of things are able to you know i pick my words i feel like it puts you on a better track because you know while in my, for myself like i said i was all over the place and like my my emotions were all over the place like how i was thinking was all over the place like i was just in 50 different directions pulling myself and just exhausting myself and just feeling like i don't want to do anything da, 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 and all these different things but like you know for me spiritually and getting more in tune with God has really just focused my light and focused things in different areas and it's opened me up to different opportunities is I don't think anything is by accident or you know it's all by design you know having been a part of that men's conference had I not did the steps necessary and I had just been sitting here stewing in my ew, I hate the way that sounds but it's real stewing in my own like self-pity or stewing in my my negativity or like you know not trying to move forward and better myself who knows how that would have turned out for me i might have been like you know i don't want to do this or you know this isn't for me or i might have bought a negative energy into that or i may not have even been like you know it may not have been a door that god opened up for me or asked me to be a part of because the work wasn't being done there to improve myself and how can you help improve others and do work for others when you aren't doing the work for yourself you know at the end of the day and that's that's just a real thing when it comes to it um but 
you know, doing this and being a part of this group, and I'm so thankful for it. I've said it 15 times, being able to be a part of that, um, that Bible study has really put so many things in perspective. There's been some things that, you know, mentally and, you know, um, that I've had to struggle with, not, not struggle with, I've had to, I had to, you know, think about and I've had to tap on, like, you know, hey, these are some things you need to let go in your past so that you can move forward because it's keeping you from finding your purpose and you're holding on to this old baggage and this old baggage isn't doing anything for you or, hey, you know, you need to be more intentional here with your prayers and the things that you say and you do or, hey, you need to, you know, be more open to this, different things like that. Um, and I feel like it's definitely improved me because I feel like one thing I've always done, I don't know about anybody else, but like, you know, as far as my relationship with God and just certain things, I feel like I've, to a default, to a, to a fault, and uh, I guess, you know, to a, a good thing, I've always kind of compartmentalized things like my religion, my religion, my faith with God is here in this, in this little box and who I am. This piece of me is here in this other little box. This piece of me is here in this other little box. But I, you can't live like that. That's one thing I've learned, you know, religiously, is that you can't live, if you are living through Christ or you're living through religion or whatever, you can't live with, like, compartmentalizing yourself in all these different boxes. They all fit together and they all are part of one thing. And if you can't, if you have to hide yourself in one place because of another place, maybe that's a place you don't need to be at or maybe you need to be more mindful of how you're, you know, you're, of how you're living in that in that sense you know so now i've kind of learned like that is like you know i'm a, i'm religious i'm a, a man of god i'm not gonna hide that and i'm not gonna like compartmentalize like my relationship with god is not separate from some of the things that i've dealt with in the past that i need to let go i need to use god to help let those things go so i can move forward you know it doesn't need to be like oh i need to do this self-help stuff or whatever no god is my self-help you know in a sense um or if I'm, if I'm having work troubles or whatever, you know, why can't I go to God and seek wise counsel about decisions there or something like that? Or not even work, it, it, I'm saying work troubles, whatever troubles you have and th different things like that. Or if I am, you know, I'm trying to find my purpose and the next thing I want to do and moving forward into the career path that I think that I, God has for me, why don't I pray, you know, and ask for discernment there for that, you know, and ask him to lead me in that direction and to give me the understanding and allow me to be able to accept what he's sending to me, you know, in that sense um, of the things that I'm doing. It's, it all comes together. And I'm, I'm making a point here and I'm coming back around um, <laughs> in a very circular way. Um, but yeah, that's just the point that I'm making and I'm saying with this is that, you know, if you are religious, Cling to God or your form of God or, you know, your higher power and use that to improve yourself greatly and, you know, to keep increasing. During this time of, um, you know, postgraduate, especially during the time we're in, if you're in, in, first off, in the time we're in, if you're not, you know, I'm not going to feed you the rhetoric of, oh my God, if you come out of this quarantine and you won't have nothing to show for it and things like that, you should be ashamed of yourself. I'm not going to say that to you because, no. I'm not going to say just because you're in a quarantine, you have, you're at home, you have more time, you should be able to do X, Y, and Z, because you may not have more time. 
You might be trying to fight for your life. You might be trying to fight to stay alive every single day. Getting out of bed because of everything that's going on might be a fight and a struggle, especially with going, what's going on with black people. It may be a struggle to look down your timeline and different things like that, you know. And that is okay. Um, what I'm saying to you in general for this and during this time period of being in post-grad is that, you know, just because we're out of college and we're out of, you know, an educational program doesn't mean that your your learning ends, right? You're not able to, you know, say, okay, I have my college degree. I can't learn anything else or I can't improve myself in any other shape, form, or fashion because if you think that and you believe that, baby, let me tell you something, you are not going to have a good life. You're not going to enjoy the life that, you know, has been given to you because you're going to be stuck in your past and you're going to be stuck doing old things. During this time period, it is okay to move. It is okay to change your mind. It is okay to be different. It is okay to seek better for yourself. And for me, that was God. And that's what God has given to me, a better self and a better understanding of self. And that's how he's moved through me. And for you, it may not be God. It might be something else. But you should always strive to do that. Push yourself. Be your better self. Find those ways to be your better self, to push yourself. Let go of some of those old things. If it's something that happened in 2010 and it's 2020, let that stuff go. Because what purpose is it serving you for the... Because you are giving it free real estate in your mind. And it may hurt. And it may be something that you are dealing with. And I'm not... When I say let it go, I don't mean forget. I mean forgive. I mean... Stop allowing it to be something that controls you and your emotions and things that you do. Don't allow it. I don't want to use the word excuse, but don't allow it to be something that keeps you down. Because at the end of the day, you're only doing yourself a disservice. And some things take longer, and it's okay to still be hurt by it. If something bothers you and it hurts you, again or whatever, give yourself that space to be hurt and to, you know, to feel those feelings. But don't allow it to be something that you feel every single day and you move with. Let it go, you know. If there's something that you have to do within yourself and there's some emotions or there's some feelings or some things that you have to work on, if you are a person who procrastinates or you're a person who has undesirable traits in yourself that you know for a fact are things that you want to work on, and I'm saying you, and I'm saying things that you feel like you need to work on and you feel like you've recognized within yourself, work on them and improve those. Because at the end of the day, if those are things that are truly undesirable and things that are hurting you, you are hurting nobody but yourself by holding on to those things. Move forward and be a change in your life and realize you are a lifelong learner. And when you stop learning and when you start stop opening yourself up to doing new things, you have not you have ceased to exist and stop living. And that has been my biggest thought process and learning through this is that with my relationship with God is that I have so much more to do and that this life is temporary at the end of the day. It's very temporary. I'm here for a purpose, and I'm, I'm here to understand my purpose. I'm under, here to do God's work, and I'm here to prepare for my next cycle, and the next cycle, the next life, the eternal life, you know, and the things that are given to me here, you know, there are going to be some struggles, there's going to be some good times, there's going to be some bad times, but I'm okay with that because I know that, you know, one, it's not anything more than God. It's giving me a handle, ability handle, and I also know that God is just able. God is able. And that I have to, I, I, God is able, I'm able. 
I'm able to live and do you know do things that I need to do, and it's just like it's a blessing. And let me let me take tell you this and prefix this is not to say because I'm in a better place spiritually I don't still have my issues. No, I still have doubts sometimes. I still have a hard time leaving things and leaving leaving it. I have I still have a hard time leaving things in God's hands because I'll still worry about it. I'll still you know I still have issues with you know negative thinking sometimes and like you know. A negative thought comes into my mind and I'm giving it, you know, real estate in my mind when I speak giving it to God or, you know, I still have moments where I get angry about things and I still have things on my heart that are weighing on me that I have not, you know, let go. It's not to say that you have perfection or I'm perfect or anything like that, but what I'm giving today in the free game I'm giving you today is, you know, it's okay to move forward, it's okay to learn, it's okay to improve yourself. And you know, if it's you, if it's not spiritually, find something within yourself and do that real estate within yourself to do so. But as for me and my health, and for the people who do believe, you know, you know what you got to do. You know what allows you to push yourself religiously, and you know to get into a better, you know, a better space with yourself um, spiritually. You know what you got to do, and I know what I have to do. And there's still things that I need to work on to this day. But I know one thing: the person that I am now, as of June 30th. 2020 and sorry y'all the episode is coming out late this week um i almost thought about not uploading one but nah i had to put this out you saw my heart first i am june 30th 2020 i'm so glad it's not the person in january um of 2020 and i'm going to keep improving that the person that i'm going to be in i'm going to be in January of 2021, I do not want to be a reflection of the person I am now, June 30th, 2020. I want to keep improving, I want to keep moving forward, and I want to keep being with God, who God needs me to be, and I want to keep using and leaning on to God to allow me to be a better person and do what I need to do. And that is all I have to say for today. Um, this has been a good episode. I, I thank you. Oh, I thank y'all. Yeah, no, I thank y'all so much for listening. If you're if you're still listening at this point in time, I hope I've said something that's resonated with you, and I hope that you know I've given you the encouragement that you need to know that you know the work doesn't stop here just because you graduated. The work doesn't stop, and you know, I guess it's the altar call now. <laughs> the work doesn't stop in self improvement and to you know push yourself to be the best you can just because you have a degree. You are a life learner and you will continue to go through processes and places and things that you need to do to improve yourself. Do not allow this degree to get you dead, this degree to make you think that you can't move forward. And do not allow yourself to get in such a, a dark place where you can't move forward. I promise you there's light at the end of the tunnel, even if it's a little bit, and things and time improves. It improves things. It makes things better. And you will get better. Um, but thank you y'all so much for, you know, banging with me and listening to me and, you know, just being a part of this podcast. I appreciate y'all. Really, this podcast is like therapy for me. And I hope it's therapy for some of y'all too. And I hope it also is, you know, for the ones who need a kick in the pants to keep moving forward. For the ones who need, you know, a little bit of encouragement, it's that too. And I do this for y'all. I do this for me. And I just appreciate y'all, you know. Yeah, my fellow, uh, fellow introverts. <laughs> Maybe that's what our fan base will be called. The intros and the ambiverts. The introverts and ambiverts or whatever. Uh, <laughs> but thank you so much for listening. Uh, keep an eye out for the Instagram pages. Because I'm going to be asking y'all what y'all do to, you know, work on yourself spiritually. 
um, to hype yourself up, you know, and, you know, different things of that sense. So, um, thank you, y'all. Appreciate y'all. I'll catch y'all in the next one.